Hello and welcome to Get Lost and Discover London, a show about all the cool things you can do and fun experiences you can have to discover London. Shared by me, a 20-something whose dream it was to live in London, I have got lost and I have discovered London and I hope you can join me as I share my experiences and recommendations on what to do in this wonderful, wonderful city. Without breaking the bank, please. Okay, welcome, dear listener. Thanks for joining me in my first ever podcast episode. That's right. This is the first ever podcast episode that I have created, not just in this series, but like ever. First episode of my life. Now that's something. So in this episode, we will be talking about art. That's right. Art is such a wonderful thing, and we are so lucky in London because we can experience great art for free. So in this episode, I will talk about three art galleries. I'd recommend they're all free. So if you're on a budget, don't worry. And these are not in any order, really, because they're all very cool galleries. And, you know, trying to rate them is like trying to order different fruits. Some people like apples, some like oranges. And also... These three galleries are quite different from each other. So hopefully everyone will find something they like. So it's not all going to be, you know, 16th century paintings depicting biblical scenes, but just anything that can be considered art, really. Okay, without further ado, let's get into it. Let's start with some of you might probably guessed it. It's the National Gallery. It is my favorite. Uh, It is the first gallery that I visited uh, when I moved to London. So it has a very, very special place in my heart. What's really cool about the National Gallery is that on every wall, you will find a description of all the art in that room. So they'll tell you exactly what to look for. You know, they'll tell you, look at the the shadows here, look at the paintwork, look at the colors. Uh, So it's a really, really cool way to explore art if you don't know anything about art, like uh, me. Maybe maybe I shouldn't say because I'm making an episode about uh, art but yeah it's very it, it very much enhances your your viewing experience so i really like that and they also have a wide range of art uh, you know it's spanning decades from the 13th to the early 20th century uh, they have i think like over 2000 works artists like van gogh uh, which recently got vandalized by some protesters with soup Luckily, the painting's fine. Uh, you also have Botticelli, Caravaggio, Cezanne, Gainsborough, Michelangelo, Raphael, Rembrandt, Rubens, Velasquez, Leonardo da Vinci. I mean, come on, this guy was pretty good. Um, you don't have to know any history to enjoy this museum. Like I said, it is very navigable and they tell you what to look for. And the interiors are absolutely stunning. Let me tell you, it's breathtaking, some of the rooms. Uh, you'll know when you get there, but the museum is massive and it's so well decorated. So even just for the interior, you can go if you're not into art. Also, they have a great gift shop. Uh, what I found pretty cool is that they have postcards with uh, all the paintings that you can see in the museum. So if you have a favorite, you can probably find a postcard of it and send it to your mom, dad, loved ones. So yeah, 
gift shop amazing the national gallery is located in the absolute center of london a fun fact if you go on google maps and you see the word london and you zoom into that word you'll see trafalgar square and the national gallery both are close to each other so this is as central london as you can get there's also a very cool patio which you can access from the gallery and it will give you an amazing picture of big ben uh, you can take a really great portrait picture you can leave on the columns of the portico and have yourself a very corporate picture or just a fun holiday picture so yeah great location wise and after that you can of course go to trafalgar square you can sit on one of the lions and you can admire london from afar and all the busy traffic and afterwards you can head and do some more sightseeing so on fridays the museum will be open till 10 a lot of people visiting art museums on Fridays are very artistic so you can you'll find people sketching uh, you can definitely meet some art lovers as well maybe make some friends if you're moving to London which is pretty good and the best part is the whole museum is free so you can just walk in uh, after you go through security and you can just start enjoying art so yeah you can't go wrong with this one uh, which is why this museum probably made it to the top of my list even though this is not a order list but yeah very close to my heart and I love it So the next one on my list is Tate Modern. If you hate old people art, this museum has got you covered, my friend. Fun fact, it is located in an old power station. So it is reusing a building in which literally a power station was once. So quite cool. It is also built by the same guy who designed those red telephone boxes that you can see all over London. His name was Gilles Gilbert Scott. And he is the designer behind the power station and the red telephone boxes. Uh, the whole building is uh, almost the same size as Westminster Abbey. So if you were sightseeing around uh, Big Ben, you probably visited Westminster Abbey. This is where the Queen got married. And you probably know how big the Abbey is. It's about 99 meters and the gallery is about the same size. So that's pretty cool. And there's also a lift that goes all the way to the top, so you can explore a couple of things there. Last time I was here, it was during the pandemic, so I couldn't go there. But if you're not visiting during the pandemic, you can definitely access this and enjoy a lift to a very high place in the center of London. Another fun fact, as you might know, it has the name Tate in it, and you might wonder what that is is there's also another gallery in uh, london that's called tate britain and this is all due to sir henry tate he was a very wealthy businessman he made his fortune on sugar and if you buy sugar in britain uh, you often find that on the uh, packaging uh, words tate and lyle that means this is sir henry tate's company it has paintings, sculptures, and more, and it's all made by artists from all over the world. So great diversity again. They have a lot of cool exhibition and they rotate them as well. So if you visit in the span of a couple of months, you will always find something new, which is pretty cool. Last time I visited, they had the blinds exhibition. This was a bunch of blinds hang in the ceiling in a white room, and it looked very, very aesthetic. So uh, you can definitely take some great Instagram pictures here. If you're into photography, you can definitely get some great shots. So yeah, definitely worth the visit. It also arguably has the best art bookshop in London where you can find uh, catalogs with past exhibitions in Tate Modern. If you are really into art, yeah, there's a lot of good things for you there. 
The best part is the museum is also free. And afterwards, you exit the gallery and you will be straight near the Thames River. Uh, it is probably one of my favorite walks. It's very close to the Shakespeare's Globe. If you're into theater, you probably know what this is. But if you're not, it's a, an amazing theater with a lot of history. The cool thing about the Embankment Walk is, you know, there's always something happening. There are buskers, street performance. You can grab an ice cream and just enjoy a nice stroll along the Embankment. Like I said, probably one of my favorite walks. And yeah, Tate Modern, amazing. Give it a visit if you can. Okay, next up is the Royal Academy of Arts. So with this one, the queue is in the title. It's royal, so expect amazing interiors. If you're into architecture from the Regency era, this is the place to be. It has recently been renovated, so everything is shining, new, and clean. The way I would describe the Royal Academy is it's kind of the mix of old and new. It has over 200, 500 years of British art from Constable and Turner to Hockney and Emin. It now contains about, I pulled up some stats from the website and they have uh, over 900 paintings, 350 sculptures, 700 plaster casts, 25,000 prints and drawings and 5,000 historic photographs. So there's a lot in there that you can see. And if you are, this is the place to be. And some of these uh, works of art were acquired as teaching materials for the Royal Academy schools or just simply to inspire the next generation of artists, which I think is pretty cool. Also, the courtyard is absolutely stunning. If you get tired of art, you can go there. Uh, if the weather is nice, it is amazing. You can take some great pictures as well very Instagram friendly. And yet there's just so much art in there that there's always something for someone. It is located in the heart of London again, very close to Piccadilly Circus. Piccadilly Circus, if you're familiar, it's kind of like the Times Square of London, a lot of advertising screens. So a great place to be as well, close to the Piccadilly line if you want to get there. It's also close to Fortnum and Mason, which is a very posh shop with tea and hampers that costs about a thousand pounds. Uh, and yeah, it's, it's unbelievably totally free as well. So you can go in there and enjoy amazing art knowing you haven't spent a dime. With all these museums, you can, of course, donate or become a member. So if you liked any of these galleries and would like to donate, you can most certainly do that on the website or inside the galleries. And that's the last position on my list. I hope you enjoyed my very first episode. Not going to lie, I am incredibly nervous recording this so I, I hope you enjoyed my very first episode let me know if there's anything i missed from this list if you have any favorite art galleries make sure to leave those in the reviews and i'll make sure to visit those places and review them on the podcast so i hope you enjoyed and i hope to see you in the next episode have a good one